0: Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on direct TV. Terms and restrictions apply.
2: Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. Before we get started, we forgot to do this part of the podcast where I ask you guys to caption this picture of Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. It's the most horrifying picture I've seen in my life, maybe. Where Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook, both wearing Lakers jerseys. That, for one, is just like... Toxic. It's terrible. But they're just gleefully laughing together. And so I asked you guys to caption this. I got a lot of really funny submissions. But this one to me is just perfect. It when I read it, I was I looked at it and said, This is the correct answer. Like this is the right answer. It's from at J Vegas underscore. Shout out to at J Vegas underscore. His caption is, hey P, they said I gotta come off the bench and it's so perfect because it's it's like a it's a callback obviously to Carmelo Anthony saying that to Paul George. But now Patrick, obviously starts with the P, it's perfect. And then I feel like Russ and Carmelo are in like the same mindset right now. You know that, you know, Carmelo was back then like Russ is now. Russ probably should be taking on a role like Melo should have been taking on a role. It's just it's just perfect. It's just perfect it's the correct answer so big time shout outs to at j vegas underscore uh, thanks so much for listening to the show luke isn't here but we got special guest alex spears on the show so it's a really fun pod hope you guys enjoy it enjoy the weekend talk to you guys again on monday
3: I'm down to dunk. This is Hugh and I'm down to dunk. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hillson, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poker, and I'm down to dunk.
2: I love cereal. Captain Crunch. cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin Oat Bran. Oh, I can have you I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a to hog most of it. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, in a very unusual fry pod, it's Jay. It's Jay. <laughs> Sorry, it's not normally first. <laughs> and it's Alex. Hey, guys. <laughs> Alex is here in person in OKC. Oh, Glad you're here, Al. How exciting.
1: I was excited for Taylor. I mean, Taylor's going to be here, but this would have been the daddy's uh, fry pod. All the daddies. The daddies. That's the true. Daddies.
2: Dad pod. Uh, he'll be here. He'll be here. For maybe 10 minutes by the time he gets here. <laughs> yeah. Just for his victory, victory. He's a very fresh daddy of two. He
0: is. Not not that he had twins. Right. But he just had a second His one. second, yeah, yeah. Like three weeks ago. Right. So... He needed to be home this morning for a little bit longer.
2: Yeah. It's uh it's tough being a daddy. (laughs) 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 Tough out there being a daddy. Okay. So (laughs) being a daddy. (laughs) I uh Alex, you wanted to talk about the expansion draft. Well
1: yeah, which uh, may or may not happen ever. Ever. We just we don't know. But somebody I I don't remember where the original report came from. But the idea was that they were doing these preseason games in Seattle and Vegas and they were going, the league was prepared to announce expansion plans yeah. for those two cities, which it kind of all made sense. And you're like, Oh, that's kind of neat. We had heard rumblings for years now. And but like Bill Simmons, as recently as February had given like a very long detailed rumor thing.
2: He's talked about it he for talks about years. All he loves the idea of an expansion draft.
1: Yes. And, uh, and I love the, the idea of expansion draft. I mean, I remember when the, uh, the, the Golden Knights, the NHL team, yeah. came in. And they, they had the expansion draft on ESPN. And I didn't know anything was happening. But yeah. it, it was so, so much fun. <laughs> and if I had known what was happening, it would have been a blast. So I, I'm very excited for the idea of it, mm-hmm. regardless of whether it helps or hurts the Thunder. But I, uh, I did just want to... Oh, and I should mention that the NBA has come out and said there's no truth to any of what I just said. So we'll see.
2: Yeah. But also, they wouldn't want that. Yeah. They wouldn't want that to come out. They want to control it. Who knows? Yeah.
0: It makes it, it makes way too much sense. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, the NBA is as popular as it's been. Like, why not grow into two significant markets?
1: Yeah. And not only that, but like the talent base. Yeah. Because we were talking before the pod about when Charlotte came in in 2004. Yeah. And, like, the, the players that were available to them at that time were so bad. So bad. And some of those players, they actually acquired, like, because one of the things you can do in expansion draft is, like, if you were the Thunder and you had a contract you wanted to get rid of, you could pay Seattle or Vegas to take that player in their in the draft. Mm. Um, because intre- – so, th- so backing up. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways this could uh, hurt OKC. <laughs> We've talked – for years now about how like how there's always something that comes up along the uh, the road of progression for this team <laughs> that is an obstacle. And for a long time with the expansion draft, I was only thinking of it in terms of like, well, we got to protect however many number of players. We're going to lose some of these young guys. That'll be a huge bummer. Yeah. There's other things though, too, that I just like had kind of forgotten. For instance, If you had two teams, that's two more lottery teams every single year. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. So you go from 14 teams in the lottery to 16 teams in the lottery. Every single one of those future picks now has lower odds for whatever top pick you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they would change the odds. Like right now you move up into the top four. Maybe with two extra teams you move up into the top
2: five. But that that would be significant for the Thunder. Especially because Charlotte in 004 was ju- they were given the top odds,
1: so they weren't. I looked it up. Oh, I thought
2: they were. The, I looked it up, and it was actually they weren't given.
1: They were given the fourth pick. Oh, and the, the justification was we don't want them to just waltz into a top three pick, so we're going to give them four. But then they made a trade with the yes. Clippers to move oh, up to two to that's take them right. up to Okafor. That's right. So it'd be really interesting to see like would they just give these oh, two teams gosh. like four and five? Yeah, they just gift them those picks. So that's the other thing. So that whatever the first year this happens, like what if it happens in a year? And of course we don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. But if it happens in a year when OKC has like some juice in the draft. They get like the Rockets sixth pick or whatever. Yeah. And that's pushed to eighth. And it's pushed to eighth because, because you have these new these two new teams. Yeah. And obviously that's just one year. And then in the future years you would have the 16 lottery teams. It's, it's, start, it's starting to scare me a little bit more. <laughs> now –
2: one Those that, are the things that scare me more than if they took, I don't know, Baisley or somebody off our hands. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was listening to a pod and they
1: were trying, you know, ball pod, and they were yeah. trying to go through the teams and they came across OKC. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, this would be such a bad deal for them to have to like give up someone like Baisley. And I'd be like, honestly, that is the least of my worries right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> there are much bigger issues. Yeah.
0: But they in, the report
1: gave no timeline. So that's the other thing. Like, the entire... A reason behind Seattle moving was that they didn't have a new arena, and they still do not have a new arena. I'm sure they've made upgrades to what was Key Arena. I think now it's Climate Pledge Arena mm-hmm. because the Seattle Storms still play there. But I, I, like, is there any indication that that
2: arena is
1: now good enough for the NBA?
2: Well, like, I mean, OKC just upgraded their arena. They yeah. spent more money upgrading the arena than it cost to initially build the arena. Right. Yeah. And it's not good enough.
0: Yeah, and they're already having conversations about building another. Yeah. Right, yeah. So Seattle would have to, in theory, right. like Vegas just, without question, they'll just build it. It's just like they deal with what is Well, they doing. have
2: arenas in Vegas that are, like, ready to go.
0: Like, NBA ready? hmm Yeah. Because either way, even if they didn't, like, they built the Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders and, like... It's beautiful, immaculate. Like, no question. They just were like, yep, build it. All right, let's go. But Seattle, it's still the the same challenge is going to be there today that it was, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. Whatever it was that they're having these conversations. Well,
2: in Vegas, like, you have like the land to do it, you know, like it's pretty easy. I don't know. Like, Seattle, is there a good spot for it? For it, like a new arena? I don't know. Listen, they're not
1: giving the Seattle franchise to an owner who's going to request public funds. Like that won't happen. They'll give it to some no super chance. rich guy who likes Steve Ballmer like the Sixers. It should have guys. been Ballmer. It should like yeah.
2: Ballmer should have stepped in before Clay did back in the day. Whoever
1: buys that will privately finance whatever stadium is coming in Seattle. Yeah. Because that, that that'll just the, one, I think that's, like, how the future of this is going to go. Yeah. Like, people have seen... How, I didn't know why I said Steve Ballmer. <clears throat> I actually meant the Golden State guys. But they've seen how much Golden State has made. Yeah. Because they privately funded that well, arena. Well,
2: trying is going to he's gonna build an arena for the Clippers. Is yeah. that all privately funded? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So, like, those guys are making insane money. And that's why I think the Sixers guys came out and decided, oh, we'll just build our own. Yeah. Have all the rights. Yeah. And make tons of extra money. hmm So...
0: Which is ultimately good for the franchise itself anyway because you're not – because
1: one of the things now with the
0: Warriors is like do they really care about a luxury tax if they're making like five I, times yeah, that in revenue yeah. on the arena every
1: year? So. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So I, uh, the question though is like as long as they had a promise or let's say they had broken ground on a stadium, mm-hmm. would the NBA be willing to just move into those markets first before mm-hmm. a stadium's built? And that would obviously allow them to move up the timeline. Yeah. Because if if it does require an absolutely brand new stadium ready to play in, you're looking at you know like half a decade. Yeah. Which in that case, I don't really care. Cause right. The Thunder will hope f- better. Better <laughs> be good. <laughs> will we be out of the rebuild yeah. in half a decade? They'll still have
0: picks, but they hopefully will not be as dependent upon them.
1: Yeah. But I, but I'm more thinking like if this real if they really did announce this now and they yeah. were willing to move into these markets soon. Yeah. Like it wouldn't happen this upcoming draft, but maybe the twenty-four draft. It's possible. And the other angle was and this would really piss me off, is if the double draft happened in the year. <laughs> like in some ways it would actually kind of like make things fair. Because you'd rather it happen yeah. in that kind you'd of You'd rather draft. spread
2: out spread yeah. it all
1: out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I was just having these like fever dreams of what if that first Houston pick Which Uh is 2024 Only top four protected What if that lands At like number six But in the double draft Yeah And now it's like Way more valuable
2: Yeah Look who it is The fourth daddy Welcome to the dad pod I said
1: the dad pod What's up daddies
3: What's up bro Sorry I'm late I had some Daddy business To take care of (laughs) It's okay. Doesn't it always happen right as you're leaving the door, daddies? Oh, man. <laughs> Every Doesn't it always? Time. Oh, Every man. time.
1: Give me a break, kiddos. Uh, we were just talking about expansion. Seattle and Vegas. We're constantly expanding our families. That's right. That's right. So, uh, before we leave this topic, we should probably just give an updated... So, so let's pretend that it is going to happen quick. It's yeah. going to happen as early as 2024. Yeah. Which means we're factoring into account the 23 first rounder. Mm-hmm. You get eight guys to protect. Yep. I think we all agree Shay, Giddy, Dort, Chet. Easy. Mm. Easy. Easy, quick four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Would you go next? J Dub? Yeah. J Dub. Usman Jang?
2: Yep. So that's six. Trey and, Man Trey Man. So, okay.
1: So Trey Man. Mm hmm. And then the 23 pick. Then 23. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of easy, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's really not that hard. I mean, guys like, I mean, Jeremiah would be one that I'd be like, oh, okay, because they—that's a guy that—that's <laughs> like—that's somebody that you'd want to that you'd want to take because he's a good player, good culture guy. Yeah, but
0: it's either him or Victor Wembenyana.
3: No, it's either him or Trey Mann. Oh, true. Yeah, that makes true. more sense.
2: I'll take Trey Mann. Yeah, it's just a little It's more difficult for to- shooting and wing. Yeah, play. I
1: yeah. guess wing, technically, but yeah. And so who do you think of the guys remaining? Because now we only, know, we only know the 2004 expansion draft when there was only one team. Yeah. And the rules back then was you can only take one player per team max. Right. I don't know if that would change if there were two teams, but of the remaining guys, who do you think, like if you were an expansion team, you could take someone from the Oklahoma City Thunder, who would you take?
2: I mean, at that point, it's like Kenrich... Poku, Wiggins, Moscala. I take Kenrich for sure. J Will, J Will, Jerry. Obviously, yeah. Well, depend- Jerry. So
0: we we talked kind of before the pod about like so one of these teams that would expand. They're not building a roster to compete immediately. Unlikely. Unlikely. You, so you apparently, can do that in the NHL. You're going to more than likely, likely take. take <laughs> it, but. Although you look at the amount of like free agents that are out there still, like you could feasibly <laughs> put together a roster that would at least be something. No, they would be really bad. But you know what I'm saying? Like there are guys that are NBA ready, and then if you go through like the depth of of the league currently, yeah, you know, if it's you better to go, than 0-4. You, you could get Kenrich Williams and. A few other guys that are, you know, the ninth guy on their team and maybe have a decent team pretty quickly.
3: Here's a question. If you're an expanding team, if you're a new team, do you have to take a player
1: from a team? No. I mean, you
2: can't take a player from every team.
1: Yeah, because you can only okay. take, like, 14, I think.
3: We might not lose any players then.
1: That's that's true. It's possible, but you start going through the other teams. Because here's the other weird rule, is that, like, you can't draft someone who's about to be an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of these teams, like, it probably won't be the Lakers when this actually happens, but a team like the Lakers where they had all these one-year vet guys, those guys aren't eligible to be protected. And so if you can't get to eight protected, which I don't know if the Lakers could have last year, you still have to unprotect someone. So that that would be kind of, like, an interesting angle. Mm -hmm. I was looking over the teams because, like, the, the first team that popped in my head was the Grizzlies, yeah. Because they're thought of as, like, a super deep team. Yeah, they got a lot of players. So, like, who would be available? So, if I'm just going through it, like, Ja, Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, Zaire Williams, Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, at that point, like, we're at six. Like, I mean, there's other guys on this team. Jake Laravia, David Roddy that they just took. Yeah. Kenneth Lofton Jr. Like, but, yeah, but at the same time, maybe maybe <laughs> it wouldn't be, like... They'd probably Probably much better than the 2004 draft.
2: Yeah, maybe not.
1: The Clippers were another one, just because they have. They're also thought of as very deep. Obviously, it's more vets.
2: Yeah. Huh. I mean, if I mean, you just think about it. I asked this question on Twitter yesterday. I think. Just like how many players on the Thunder today, you think? Do you think could play in a playoff series? Yeah, like play significant minutes. In a playoff series, I mean, who do, like, which, what guys would you say? I mean, if we're being super honest, yeah, we're being super honest. This is a safe space. Super honest. Yeah, this is like a safe Shea space. and Dort. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: And then beyond that, like, how can you really know? You're yeah. ju- you're just guessing, like, Giddy. Giddy coming off the bench. Giddy, yeah, I think Giddy. Maybe 10, defense, 10, 12 though, minutes in minutes playoffs, here. Like, he will be targeted. Yeah. And we don't know what that will look like. We're, I think, I obviously he's big though, and he's strong. He is, <laughs> he's big, big and, he's, and strong. he's strong, yeah. And he's Ch- strong. Chet, obviously, if you're taking a guy two overall, you're going to assume that he can play in the playoffs at some point. You better hope to God that boy can not play in the his playoffs. current state, not in his current state, not right now, he's on a scooter, yeah. But that, that would be four. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a lot of people say J-Dub. And I, I know that there's a lot of hype on J-Dub. And I'm very excited about J-Dub. I haven't seen him play an NBA the game yet. the gym runs? I feel like the hype is getting a little too much. I'm just a little uncomfortable with it. I would just like to wait and see him play NBA basketball. <laughs> you would? That's Why? Seems, that seems wise. I, I I just don't want people to be like super disappointed if he just... Gets off to like a normal rookie start. I think people are expecting him to come in and put up the exact same stats he put in Summer League, which if he did that, that would be super impressive. That is is a massive jump.
3: I think 30, yeah, 30, 10, and 10,
1: 50, 10, and 10. Yeah, Yeah. it's something like that. (laughs) Huge. I mean, it was incredible. But he's the other name people bring up, and I understand why. I mean, Kenrich, right? Kenrich
0: could play. Muscala.
2: He gets him. Musca played like. Seven minutes a game in the playoffs. Probably minute, he could. Who Who are these guys that like?
3: Okay, they could, if the playoff team had a bunch of injured players. And Derek Favors. Needed, yeah. Yeah. No. Right. It's like okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. our backup center's out. We need another center. Derek Favors is playing seven to ten minutes. Or for your us. team's
0: getting blown out. And you're like yeah. just rest everybody. Throw Derek Favors in there.
3: <gasps> blowouts. Am I right, dads
1: Actually, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you are right. <laughs> good. Good one. Uh, <laughs> I I was thinking about it just because we talked on Wednesday, and Terrence Ferguson played thirty minutes a night for that yes. last Paul George team. So, like, does it even matter that a guy can technically play? For yeah, the last? it's like I don't know. There's probably a lot more on this team that could like Aaron, like Aaron Wiggins is better than Ferguson today. Like, I feel confident in saying that.
3: That's wow. good. That's good for us, Jay, because Which is like, we were that, really that, high on Wiggins It's a low bar a to couple
0: years ago.
1: That feels so spicy, and yet, like, outside of o- <laughs> OKC, it has, like, no It's more condemning whatsoever. of Ferguson than it is, like, <laughs> Just imagine, like, hyping, uh, being Wiggins. a fan of another team and, like, listening to someone say that and the other guys go, whoa. <laughs> like, I couldn't even, <laughs> if I was picking another team, I couldn't even pick two players because
3: you have to have so much context <laughs> in, yeah. that, in that statement, like... <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I think that's true. I mean, how many players? Here's another question. How many players on this team are better than Terrence Ferguson?
3: Oh, God.
2: let's go through the list. The, the, amount, the, the <laughs> amount
0: of Ferguson unnecessary hate. It's just confusing. It does come up. You a lot. even apologized on that. Like, Ferguson doesn't deserve this from us. He doesn't. I'm sorry.
1: But, you, you know what, though? <laughs> let's track <it. laughs> Like, we wouldn't be honest if we actually listed it out because the way we felt about Ferguson year two is the way we feel a lot about these guys right now. Yeah. We're assuming that all these guys are going to turn out in the same way that we assumed Terrence Ferguson was going to turn out. Yeah.
0: The fact that people are, you're more hyped about Jalen Williams and would evaluate him and say, well, yeah, you take Jalen over Terrence Ferguson. Like that's purely in the moment speculation because we were all as hyped for Ferguson in that yeah. second year, I mean, Royce Young was yeah. the one that said he's going to have 15 and yeah, whatever. That it, was
2: the spiciest. It's always
0: it, there's so much context to the moment, but Ferguson had like the most difficult personal year ever. Yeah, in the most pivotal year of his career in mm-hmm. Oklahoma City.
2: He also couldn't dribble.
0: Problematic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so damn, Andrew.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> Just saying. You know, you know, J you know, Dub can dribble. That's at least uh, yeah, he's got one, got a one on Ferg there. Yeah,
3: personal uh, issues unknown so unknown. far. Yeah, but he's yes, also we'll J
2: Dub is super cool, like a really cool guy. Yeah, it feels
1: like he's wearing
3: pajama pants in every. Yeah,
2: I, but see him was,
0: I feel like it's a little bit. He went to the memorial. <laughs> man, the pajama memorial. Pants. It's a little disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> pajama <laughs> pants, <and> slippers. <laughs> like, but sorry, did we bother your morning?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to pull J Dub out of bed to drag him to the to the bombing memorial? Did you see them call out a uh, poor ThunderFocus uh, the the Twitter account? No, because uh, ThunderFocus had tweeted a picture of them at the memorial. Yeah. and said, uh, "Here's Chet Williams with the other Thunder rookies." Yeah. Somehow J Dub found the tweet. Yeah. and and replied. Other Thunder rookies, I guess, like were no one, and like tagged all the other guys like Usman, Jang, Dang. and will. Yeah, That's my on- biggest fear that a Thunder player will eventually interact <laughs> with me in yeah. any way. Terrence yeah. Ferguson's coming after you, all He's active on Twitter. I'm not sure what he'll, if you were his a rookie coming into and-
3: the NBA, though. I think that would be the time you would pay the most attention to Twitter and any media about you at all. Because yeah. I think you'd be did so. You call Chet
0: Williams, or did Thunder Focus call him Chet Williams? No, I think I just called
2: oh,
1: him okay. Chet like, Williams. Well, that's a quite the error itself. <laughs> Chet <laughs> Williams. Um, is Chet Williams like a country guy? So, Chet Williams J- sounds like I, a pretty It good didn't
2: country
3: sound guy. wrong when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
2: Chet Williams. Chet, good old Chet Williams. Sounds like a baseball player from the 1950s. True. Um,
3: also, that sounds like what uh, Dean. Dino calls Chet. God, Dean, Dean Blevins. Dean Blutton. <laughs> Sorry, you listen to uh, so Dean much Williams. sports animal. Yeah, it's on do. when I get off work, and it's like the perfect time to listen yeah, to sports it animal. It is. Right it's there. good.
2: It's it's okay, legit. Really it's not good. Yeah. No, it's I mean the perfect time to listen good. to it.
3: Is yes. it the total dominance hour? <laughs> yes. It's Traber, and then it goes into total dominance hour, and there's two hours right there that is
1: just perfect. It's like Traber talking about his hot dog thing for 90 seconds and
2: then five minutes of ads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. It's great content. J Dub only has 5,000 Twitter followers. Wow. Which is interesting. Wow. So you better, you can can get in now, and he will. You know, be one of his few Twitter followers. He he like retweeted retweeted a down to dunk tweet. Oh really? Yeah. But the thing is, like, people didn't know. You know, because it's just
3: right because he's only got we've got more followers than him.
2: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's true.
3: It's true. More people know Andrew Schleck than uh, an NBA player. That is not true, but like (laughs) that is
2: true. This is like that's a perfect example. True. It's true. It's a perfect example of like Twitter not being reality. You know. Hmm.
3: Hmm. You don't think more people know who you are than no. J
1: Dub
2: right now? No. I think so. No. Hmm. That's the dumbest thing that you've said. And you've said a lot of things. We dumb should have J Dub hmm. go
1: around with a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? Who is this? You know what
3: though? If he did that around like the Thunder Arena, you might get a lot of like that's Andrew Schlecht. I think
2: you'd get a lot of <laughs> I don't know who that is. Well, well you'd have mean, to you go up a, in
1: the Loud City. I loud mean, City would know. You'd get a lot of Mark
2: Dignall yeah is that, is that mark <laughs> yeah he's a thunder coach or, right? i did have somebody ask me when i showed them mark they said is that you they're like no that's you
3: or if it was like uh fringe thunder fans i might be like is that that's sam Presty?
2: yeah <laughs> is that sam Presty is he a white guy with glasses must be sam Presti. i think that's sam Presty, yeah oh man <laughs>
1: uh but yes back to your original question I do think it's weird to be talking about a 25-win team and a listing like eight players who could definitely play in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that will probably not be correct. Yeah, that would be so incorrect. So I'd rather be more conservative. So I, I would say those original four that most people brought up, Shea, Giddy, Dort, Chet, those are like the four that I really feel good about. I yeah. understand why people add J-Dub. Kenrich. <clears throat>
2: Kenrich, yeah. I mean, I feel pretty good that, about Kenridge playing in the playoffs just because he provides just, at least toughness in defense. Like this. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, pot- potential for J-Dub. There's some Aaron Wiggins hype around there. So, maybe Aaron Wiggins could be a guy.
1: Let's just name all the guys on the roster.
2: There's some hype around Poku coming into <laughs> the season. So, maybe that's a guy that we could – Usman Jang is as tall as Evan Mobley, which matters.
0: Teo Maladon. Heard he had a great offseason.
2: Eugene Omoyuri is at least <laughs> as... I'm just kidding. All right. Olivier Saar. Hey, know, he, got, he got signed by the Blazers. I,
1: I did see uh, someone in a uh, a Reddit comment <clears throat> say that um, Thank you, Say that this was their least favorite Thunderpod because it was so negative. So maybe we could start talking about the team. Negative? The way you just were. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Where we actually...
1: Go deep on all fifteen. Well, I mean it's like seventeen or whatever it is now, guys. If we're okay. negative, oh, you guys what? are getting mad? It's one guy. It's one. It was one human on Reddit. I know, it's- but I'm just
0: saying. If we're negative,
1: <laughs> who do you listen to? Oh, there's a lot. More. I'm the Positive most- Thunder podcast than us. I would oh, okay. say, yeah, you guys, not me, man. We're
2: more reality based. There you
1: go. Yeah. yeah, that's I it. Would that. I would say I'm. I'm an optimist. Negative. You are
0: more of the pessimist Pessimists, of the yeah. pod. I accept
1: that, too. It's balance.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's necessary. Good. Yeah, It's good. Yeah, Viet Crutchy if his knee's okay. He can offer a lot of versatility. Yeah.
3: Mm.
0: He may not be in the in NBA art. next year. He might not.
2: <laughs> That's a reality. But could reality. play in the playoffs.
0: There's two options, either out of the NBA or get real playoff.
2: It's minutes. a thin line, honestly. It's a thin line. God, oh, yeah, Taylor's yeah.
0: terrifying
2: me. Yeah, there's I know he's there's a lot <laughs> Just of movement, a lot of fidgeting. <laughs> there's a lot of movement. He's not sleeping from, at from all right daddy. now. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Al, since uh, L-Man is not here mm. and doesn't have a deep dive, do you have uh, anything you want to riff on? Yeah.
0: What are you? What, what what rabbit holes are you going down these days?
1: Uh, I'm actually going back to, like, my, so I did, like, cave diving for a little while. Yeah, that was, you yeah, It's honestly good. Like, they're good, but at the same time, they're the story. They're good? Well, I mean, like, entertaining. Okay. But at the same time. You're talking t- to your mic a little bit more. At the same time, uh, there's, <laughs> by the way, Luke, so when me and my wife were on vacation one time, we were, bye-bye. Bye-bye. we were on a big, uh, a road trip, and we were listening to Down to Dunk, and you could not hear Luke's voice in the car. So like you could hear every. All the other three guys, but when Luke talked, it was complete silence. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a little little mouse whispering in the back speaker. And, but in the
3: room, you, we forget because he's talking normally.
1: Yes. He's just so far away yeah, from he's the He's just the three mic. feet from the microphone. Uh, but the thing about cave diving videos is that uh, they all <laughs> kind of end up the same, as you learn, after you watch ten of them. Like, guy goes into cave, guy gets stuck, guy dies. It's a very familiar arc. Occasionally, a guy survives, and those are very exciting because you're not expecting it going in. Yeah. Because all of them are called tragedies. Yeah, but some of these guys actually survive, which is wow. cool. Yeah, oh, God. that's exciting. Dying
3: Damn. in a cave? So are
0: nope. they?
1: They're just telling the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's not like <laughs> they've got video footage.
1: Uh, they, they, oh, they? No, not video footage, but they have photos of the people and they have photos of the cave and like what it looks like. Gosh, man. Does um, so it have one of those signs that says "Don't go this way"? People die,
0: and then they're like, "Yeah, we're going." to Yeah, that it
1: way. usually happens where guys are going into familiar caves, but are like pushing the boundaries of what people know is in that cave. That is a
2: nightmare. Do they ever throw a video camera down there? Like a GoPro? Yeah, a GoPro with like a, you know
1: what to go find
2: a like a body no 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 just to, like see what the experience would be like falling down the cave and then just oh. and then reel it back up
1: that would be so disorienting it, i don't think that'd be a good video
2: <laughs> oh, I think you it's can a gr- like got gr- you got to
1: get a stabilizer <laughs> of it's course. really fast yeah, exactly. but if you stop the frame just perfectly you can see all the skeletons at the bottom <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah they they actually do get these people out and we'll spend like millions of dollars this one in germany they had like 1000 people on the rescue mission cuz it, it was like that labor intensive because a a person I shouldn't laugh sorry I shouldn't laugh Uh, a person got way down and then randomly just got hit on the head with the boulder (laughs) like it just (laughs) it just randomly broke off they were doing fine they were doing great they'd gone further than anyone had gone in this German cave and then just randomly a boulder like knocks off and hits them in the head they didn't die but they had to then rescue this like incapacitated person from deep in the earth So they'd put them on a stretcher and then like climb them back out, which is very cool. Wow. Survived, survived. There we go. And if, wow. if you want, if you enjoy cave diving, then you get into avalanche videos, mm. <laughs> which are art. There's actually r- some really cool avalanche videos yeah. because people wear GoPros all the time. Oh yeah. And a lot of, and a lot of time those people all most of them survive. I would say when they have a GoPro because then they like know what they're doing and they call. It's a survival rate? Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well,
3: Anything else? What else, man? Well also, can I if I you have the video from the GoPro, yeah. That would normally be the survivors because the ones that don't survive, you probably couldn't find them. Well they're so usually with friends, I mean if their friends
1: wanted to monetize their death. Could, their friends said <laughs> they could steal the GoPro. Well Twice Scott.
2: Twice Scott here says that he is chilling in the hospital with a new baby. Oh,
1: God. I thought it, you were about to say something like, who's in a cave? Got got be hit hit in a because he was <laughs> in
2: an avalanche. <laughs> in no, a no. cave. In a cave. No, Twice God. Congrats, Congratulations. man. Congratulations. Welcome to the dad pod, Twice God. Welcome to the daddy zone. Uh, all right. Well, we'll be right back after this quick break. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone?
0: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to michelobultra.com/courtside to learn more.
2: Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? And we're back after that quick break. Now it's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions.
3: you got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. <laughs> this is Twitter questions. My father. What is happening? (laughs)
2: Oh. Well. Total dad pod. Okay, our first Twitter question. I've got to pull this up. Sorry, everybody. Is from at KP4MVP. Hypothetically, if the Thunder somehow ended up with the number one pick in next year's draft, um, who are the top three to five players that you would consider trading for the pick?
0: The better is there anybody if you if you had Victor Wimbignana, yeah, is there anybody in the <clears throat> NBA that's reasonable that you would trade that pick for?
1: Uh, probably no. I mean if you didn't have like a, if you didn't have someone like Shea and Giddy, like theoretically, if you could trade that for like someone like Cade Cunningham, I could sort of understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for OKC situation, I mean, you just take the best player. And I think this question, you would have to be down at like four or five. And even then, like I'm, I'm going through the hoop type list of top 25 players under 25. And it's honestly just hard to find a name that right now we could imagine that team being willing to trade.
2: Yeah. Maybe if like the Mavs, you know, Christian Wood just lights the Mavs on fire. And they're just Yeah. They're like a play in team. And Luca's like
1: Oh, I thought you were joking and talking about Christian Wood.
2: <laughs> no no no. Like like Christian Wood just destroys the Mavs. Yeah, you um, would
0: trade the number
1: one pick for Luca.
2: Well yeah, obviously. Yeah, I would do that. Uh Giannis if the rest of the Bucks get in a plane crash or something and then he's like, Yeah, I gotta get off this team. <laughs> yeah. There's just like, there's just, it would take very extenuating. We are, we are
0: the most negative pod. In, in it would the just universe. take
2: very crazy circumstances for players like that to actually be available. God, That's wait. all I'm saying. Yeah,
0: I got you. There was other directions to go to help that one.
2: But even sense. like, I'm not sure there is actually. <laughs> yeah, if somehow he <laughs> oh, was home, then... he's home with the sniffles. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think that you trade that <laughs> I'm not pick. I'm sure he'd want to be in the- yeah, I don't <laughs> because
1: realistically that. the caliber of player that you would be looking at would be someone like a Tyler hero. I feel like that's like kind of the range of what could potentially be feasible. And like, do mm. you really want to ch- no. trade a top? No, no, no,
2: not, I wouldn't trade a lottery pick for Tyler hero and, and same like, like
1: okay, 10,
2: 12. 12.
1: That's Get a at, sweet spot. Like what about Desmond Bain? Like, I feel like that's, the, the range of player that you'd be looking at. Obviously, a player that would help. I mean, OKC not the number tremendously, one pick. But if you had like the number four, number five. No. So if you're not doing that, then you're not trading it because yep. you're not no. getting any of the players better than Desmond Bain. No. And it would depend on what is your team doing that year. Like, are they
3: maybe a contending mm-hmm. team? Yeah. Okay, then I'd trade it. Yeah, lot so of if
0: you're the Cavs and you Bain. somehow got the number one pick, you don't trade that for Donovan Mitchell.
2: No, no. no. Hmm. No, you don't. No. no, they're counting on their picks in the future not being lottery picks.
0: What about the number? No, never mind. That was not that. <laughs> I was about to say, didn't the Wolves do just that for like D'Angelo Russell? that was a little yeah. further. It wasn't the Wiseman. Wiseman
1: pick was the Warriors. Actual was like, pick.
2: Well, it was the the seventh pick. Yeah, yeah. they didn't know. It. I
1: mean, they were expecting to be better yeah. when they traded it. It wasn't like they traded the yeah. Yeah, those knowing, picks don't yeah. get traded. I mean, the one I'm thinking of, of course, is the Wizards when they traded. Yes, uh,
2: Mike, Mike Miller and Randy Foy.
1: For the number five pick. Yeah. Those trades don't happen anymore. Yeah. Um, usually now it's like for a player and a pick very close to it.
2: You know, the one thing that you have that Wizards fans have to wake up and thank God every morning for is that they picked the wrong guy with, that, with the fifth pick. You know, like that's like. Thank God. If they would have taken Steph Curry.
1: Yeah, that, that would get talked about a lot more. With that
2: pick, and the Wizards fans, I like, have to live with that every single day.
1: Was it even Rubio, or was it Johnny Flynn with the five pick?
2: I think it was Rubio. I think okay. Rubio was either, five. Yeah, either one, you're just like, whatever.
1: No big deal. It's
2: fine. Well, I, honestly, I'd rather have Mike Miller. So, was
3: Steph seven? Did it go Rubio? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's awesome. You know...
1: Just trying to think of number six.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I and also, you literally just said his name, and I couldn't recall it. (laughs) Johnny Flynn. Johnny
2: Rocks. Yeah. Johnny Bravo. Yeah, it was Ricky Rubio, five. Johnny Flynn, six. Steph Curry, seven. It's amazing.
1: It's amazing.
2: So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question comes from at Thunder Fan Thunder X Fan. Is Uh-oh. he an o? oh an X Thunder fan? Is Uh-oh. he an X Thunder fan or
1: an extreme extreme? Fan. I bet it's an extreme fan. Oh.
2: Do any current Thunder players have a good chance to break into the top of any stat categories for the Thunder? Points, assists, rebounds, blocks.
1: Oh, so they're they're talking about franchise?
2: <laughs> yes. So, like, career leaders? Yeah. I would say Chet will have a chance with blocks. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Do, so, you, do you think any current players are – well, this, this will be one of the nice things about if they do expansion, that we will be separated from the Seattle records on basketball reference. Right. So that now when we look at like career leaders, it won't be all these Seattle guys. Right. That would be much more helpful to answer a question like this because I was going to look up like, <laughs> well, maybe like someone is close no. in terms of three pointers. Like, because Paul George is nine all time and he I played know. here for like two years, so like it's right. not crazy to imagine right. that someone could. Oh, that's field goal attempts. Oh, yeah, he's still nine. So it's not crazy to imagine that someone like Shea could get to the th- on the top ten of three pointers very quickly. Right. In fact, he might already be there.
3: Wow, Richard if, Lewis has more made three-point field goals than Russell Westbrook. That's all he did. Yeah, but back then. It's that's still pretty like, wild. It's still wild. They just didn't take as many threes
2: back then. Yeah, the fact that Russ only had 922 made threes Yeah, just feels weird.
1: So Shea's at 298 threes now, averaging yeah. about 80 per year. I bet that goes up. If he can play more, he'll go up to 100. He'll be in the top 10 within like a year. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it makes sense that, especially with the way the league is going, that probably three point. I don't know if you can get higher than. Is it KD is the leader? I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know if you can get higher than that. Like, but depending
1: how long the career is, they're gonna shoot more. Yeah, you, somebody will because even KD is only at a thousand, like eleven 1, hundred for the franchise, and that's in the grand scheme of things, not that much. And plus, again, his Sonics uh, threes will get wiped out. Russ, so that number will come down a little bit. Yeah, Russ only
3: true. had five more than Gary Payton.
1: Mm-hmm. Just a glove. <laughs> Zeglar. That's true. Uh, so, uh, so I think Giddy theoretically with assists, if he was here long term, he would. I would definitely think he's going to make the top ten. If if, if you're assuming, yeah, I mean, that he'll Giddy's be he'll here. be in the
2: top five in like a couple of years, you know, with this team because like the only person getting assists for a decade was Russell Westbrook. Right. You know he's got almost seven thousand, and that's a lot. This Jeez. is so
1: crazy. So the top ten list is eight of the ten are Sonics guys. <laughs> Obviously, the two from OKC are Westbrook at around seven thousand and KD down at twenty three hundred. Yeah, that's how big the gap wow. is. That's
2: what I'm saying like Giddy will be there. He'll be there shortly. Yeah, he'll he'll be in the top three soon. Because like, who would be the, who's even the third? How many years would it take for the if Thunder? He, if he averaged uh,
3: 10, it would still take him 9 years to get there.
2: For to pass Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to. That is wild.
1: Um I don't even know who would be th-
2: Like who would who would that be? Like I can't we can't see it on Yeah. the expanded basketball reference. But like who would that even be?
1: Third in assists for Thunder. It I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I have no clue who that would be. Hmm. It's, and it's probably something hilariously low. Like it's like Steven Adams with like... It probably is Steven like Adams. Like a thousand or something. Or Nick. No, he's on there. Is he on there? No. no. Mm-hmm.
0: What about Reggie? He's only be. here for he two here years? For long enough. I know. Yeah.
2: He wasn't here long enough. That's why like, it would be like more of like longevity with like steve
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it could be Nick. But Nick just didn't play that much. Like, Steven played 30 minutes a night. Yeah, but Nick did early.
1: Yeah,
2: but he just never had the Some ball. Some of them
1: Seattle days.
2: And Steve never had the
1: ball. Uh, Steve-O is at 615. Okay. Which is a decent amount. Yeah. Just in Oklahoma City? Yeah. And uh, do you want to know Nick Collison? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, we are not including his Seattle days? Mm-hmm.
2: Not including his Seattle days.
1: Okay. He had... Six hundred and thirty-eight. Hey, wow. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Six fifteen. Okay,
2: so yeah. pretty close. Nice, awesome yeah. job, guys. Freddy stat. Yeah, wow. wow. Twitter uh, question at Shay underscore Step. Name your ultimate three-course meal plus drink.
3: Oh, ultimate three-course meal.
2: <laughs> egg roll. <laughs>
1: Course one, egg roll. Egg, egg roll. Single egg roll. <laughs> Course two, noodle. Course two.
3: Course two, second egg roll. Course three.
0: <laughs> you are, I can just see in your face how utterly exhausted you are.
3: Yeah, I am, but I, don't, I, I there's a, a sense of euphoria with it, though, which is strange. <laughs> yeah. All right, so appetizers. Hmm, you got classics like you got Caesar Salads. Are, is anyone going Salad here? I wouldn't go Caesar Salad, but yeah, I could go Salad. You wouldn't go Caesar, huh? Nah. Ultimate threesome we're talking about okay. here. So, is Salad in there? Yeah. Okay, let's toss one of those up.
1: <laughs> and
3: then where are we going
2: Second. What other appetizer would you want though? Because sal- salad may I don't not. know. Be all the
0: best. of them are like when you go three course meal, you're like they're all so like everything's fried. I'm trying to think of like uh,
1: spring rolls, spring rolls, mm.
3: one egg nice. roll, fried spring rolls. Yeah. No. Oh. The in Vegas, we
2: had like in. this pork belly, like ooh, like some kind of dish. I don't know, even know what to call yeah. it, but mm. it was I like um, Yoza. unbelievable.
1: Yeah, gyoza is yeah. good. Mm-hmm. What what if you thought outside the box a little bit? Because I was thinking uh Ice what, cream? Uh yeah. Yeah, what if just Andrew's like it started off with a bowl <laughs> of cereal,
3: next let's add some ice cream.
1: And then candy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: eight year old Fini- finishing with some Skittles. <laughs> and then and a Slurpee
1: for my drink. Yeah. Can I have coffee with that third course too? <laughs> coffee and Skittles, please. No, I was saying, what if it you did a three-course meal where every course was a different meal of the day? So your first course was breakfast, your favorite breakfast. Second course lunch, your favorite lunch. Third course dinner, favorite dinner. Now, finding a drink. A big
2: meal. Three meals? Yeah. Would
1: there be mini meals? No, I think full. Full? Full meals. It's a challenge.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. So this has really changed.
1: It's also, the
3: rules of this are that you can eat however much you want. Yeah, whatever. it's your you meal. Won't, you won't be
1: uncomfortable. It's your ultimate meal. Wow, you don't even have to eat it. It's like a superpower. That would be a great superpower. The hard part is like for your first, like for breakfast.
0: I want to. I don't. Is it just one item? Mm. So you can have French toast, mm. or can you have like a you know whatever you want? Bacon, eggs. This is sausage, yeah, yeah, yeah. That counts as a meal. meal. Ultimate meal. Can, that's you know, that's one three. Like that's one course. Breakfast. Yeah. Have you
1: guys ever watched? Uh, Eat, like guys on death row, obviously, you know, historically, it's, it's it's this is a weird <laughs> podcast. Dead. Have you ever watched <laughs> guys
3: on death row? I almost though? made
1: a joke before you even said that, and
3: I knew, you know, he's probably going there
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah. Historically, they, they were given a last meal, which actually has like been restricted significantly. There's a really good uh, documentary about it, and like guys in the past, they had no restrictions on it, and guys would order absurd amounts of food, and back then they would just have to do it. Like like a, a, like oh, a guy great. would order you know like twenty four pieces of French toast and mm-hmm. in addition to everything else they were ordering yeah sounds awesome and you you would they would just have to fill it so it's it's your ultimate meal of course I'm thinking like, this is my last meal why would yeah. I not when when else am I eating my ultimate three course meal yeah well you can so what's the lunch meal Alex what's the lunch Jess
2: African kiwi on in the comments to so take us away from the twenty five French toasts says that Shay is probably third and it says at the moment. Oh, Which yeah. is correct? He's oh, got like eight hundred. That's something. a good point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about him.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Jess. That'd be funny. If it was what about Rick Chet Paul, Williams
1: or... though? Where's he at? <laughs> Chet
2: Williams, <laughs> hold on.
3: <laughs> breakfast? I'm going breakfast burrito. Oh yeah, where from? Uh, what? I, I'm creating it. Uh huh. So it's just a perfect breakfast burrito. Mm-hmm. Don't ask about details. Lunch? I'm going mm, some uh, Mongolian beef. Yeah, fried rice. And for dinner, I'm going mm, Thai fried rice combination. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Nice. So. Mm, and I'm going <laughs> to top that up. Mm, I'm going to get a beer mm, and a coffee. Mm. And then late night snack, mm, s'mores. That's four. Okay. S- S- that wasn't part s'mores. of S'mores. You really like s'mores. Mm, s'more, please.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Al?
1: Um... Uh, eggs. <laughs> Italian sandwich for lunch.
3: <laughs> Ooh, from where?
1: Uh, I, I, He's I'm just not, creating it. Nowhere around here. I'm a club man. And I'm nowhere in man. Portland either. I've, I've not found like a... I mean, Jersey Mike's, honestly, for a chain, does like a very good uh, imitation of like East Coast hoagies. Mm-hmm. But man, I, when I went back to Philly, I had a hoagie there and it was like beyond any sandwich I have had. Wow. Either in Oklahoma City or in Portland. Wow. Uh, so that, and
2: then up your sandwich game, OKC. Uh, up oh, your yeah. sandwich game,
1: and then uh, for dinner, um, I might head over with you. Um, Come on, Thai. I might do some. Uh, yeah, so I might get some uh, 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 Thai basil. Some thai oh, basil. Yeah. ooh. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Jay. Pizza. Uh,
0: pizza. I think pizza would be my one of them. Breakfast. Maybe my lunch. Yeah. Maybe my lunch. I like club sandwiches though. Anyway, uh, morning, probably some sort of country breakfast, right? Sausage, eggs, hash browns, bacon, gravy, biscuits, everything. I want everything for breakfast. Pancakes, French toast, waffles. Uh, Lunch, I'm going to go with pizza for lunch. Mm. Probably a hideaway pizza. I like hideaway. Mm. I like their... uh,
3: You could go Chicago-style pizza. I
0: like the big country at hideaway. It's pretty good.
2: Yeah, big country's good.
0: So then for dinner, I probably have to go something red meat. Yeah. Like... uh, Maybe a good ribeye. I was going to say ribeye. Yeah, a little little mushroom sauce on it. Yeah. Yeah, And then, uh, you know, some good sides for
1: that. Now that we're talking about it, I'm realizing that Luke basically just eats his ultimate three-course meal every day because he just has fast food for every meal. Yeah, he's living. He just gets to live this life. Wow. Nonstop, all day. Arby's. Oh, he maybe throw
0: that that sushi place
1: he likes.
2: Oh, Inaka, yeah. That's going to
3: definitely be in Luke's death row meal.
2: Next question. Our next Twitter question. What's your death row meal? No, uh, next Twitter you question. You just committed a
3: horrific crime. <laughs> <laughs> You've
2: been, You've been on to death 10. row for the last 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> You've been thinking day in, day out about this meal. <laughs> um, <laughs> at Michael Scott Fro. Do y'all think lasagna is a casserole or strictly a pasta dish?
0: Never considered this question.
1: Yeah, I actually looked it up. Um, the pasta. Mo- yeah, most people say it is technically, de- de- if you define casserole the way it's defined, yes, lasagna yeah. is casserole. But right. lasagna is like another level of food above a casserole. Yeah. Like I think casseroles is side dishes, or a- as part of a larger meal. Yeah, or usually. just
0: like a. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair. You can do some casseroles that are more of the dominant feature in a meal. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, it's got a lot of meat in it. Cheese. A lot of meat.
3: Spaghetti. Spaghetti. We do a spaghetti casserole. Yeah, we did one. I think a casserole is just a way to cook that food. Is a casserole defined by being a casserole dish? Yeah, I think so, so. You can put whatever you want in a casserole. Dish. Yeah, I right. mean, how many different kinds of casseroles have you had? <laughs> it's
0: whatever you want. I'm sure you've had a lot of casseroles well, lately. A lot of. Casseroles. So pasta is the answer.
3: It's pasta. I like pasta. You think the Italians, when they made lasagna, they're like, this is a casserole.
0: I'm sure Michele's going to appreciate that one. <laughs> this is yeah. not a
3: past.
2: I think it's a casserole. What, All if, right. what if
1: Michele quits the pod after hearing that? He's so offended. He's so offended. Oh, sorry, Matthew. At
2: Matt Faith 74 the Thunder franchise inexplicably slips <laughs> into a black hole tomorrow. Oh, who's tomorrow. negative now? <laughs> Presty, Chip, SGA, Giddy, Chet, and Dort no longer exist. Who's your new favorite franchise?
1: So Matthew could have just said, OKC doesn't have a team anymore. Like, they get bought and moved. Instead... Not only do they slip into a black hole, the players are just gone.
2: They just don't exist. They don't even exist. Wiped from the record.
3: <laughs> What's it called in Marvel when half the population goes
1: away? Uh um, snap, the snap, you know, yeah, or whatever
3: that's called? Yeah. yeah.
1: The Gulag? Um what? No. Nope. So I was thinking I was thinking about this <laughs> what? because I was thinking about uh, Premier League. I I had to choose a team. Yeah. And I was thinking about if I was like a a non-basketball fan who wasn't affiliated with any city, Mm -hmm. and I was choosing an NBA team just from scratch, if I went about the same process, what team would I end up with? So who did you pick? I picked Brighton, and I picked it based on I didn't want a good team. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to pick Liverpool. Yeah, because I I would feel like I was cheating. But I also didn't want to pick like a truly (laughs) awful team in which over there they would have a chance to get relegated. 'Cause that would Yeah, when I tried to do that when I tried to what happened to Brighton because we just <laughs> lost our coach and the entire staff. When I tried so to do so that, those. I picked Everton because I was like Everton's like a team yeah. that
0: exists, and then I just followed
1: them. Uh they had a Tim Howard, so they were that like a very too. popular like American choice. Uh, so if I was taking that same route, basically you're trying to get on a bandwagon just before a team gets good. Like I chose Brighton last year, they'd never finished better than like I think fifteenth, and then last year they finished top ten. Wow. So you want something like that. Yeah. And the team I ended up on was the Orlando Magic. Ooh! Because mm. if even if like at this you've point you've already started this hype train, I have started this hype train. But you can't go with even like the Cavs now. Like the Cavs would have been like kind of a, a pick why that couldn't made you, sense. why couldn't you go? with Oh, the Cavs? you can. I'm just saying using my my decision tree, I yeah. can't
2: I can't do the Cavs now. But they have, I mean, they didn't even make the playoffs last year.
1: I know, but it's like also have no success they also we have, we have a history of success.
3: are you just saying because it's Donovan Mitchell now? Yeah. like if I did it like a day before the Donovan Mitchell trade, that's, that's what you want. yeah,
1: that, you, that is like the ultimate yeah, you couldn't right you couldn't do
0: the Pelicans either in that line of thinking.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can do any of these, obviously, but I think for my the way I was thinking about the Premier League, I would have ended up with Orlando. You guys are welcome to choose any team you want. Thank you. I mean, thanks. Mm, the Mavs. Mm, the Lakers. <laughs> I,
0: I really got into Boston, you know, last year during mm-hmm. the playoffs. Like, I don't know why. I genuinely couldn't tell. I kind of like their coach. Yeah. Uh but that's about all I can think of. Maybe you kind it's of over. like their coach? That's why you like them? Yeah, that no, was, I, that's I, where you start. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I just okay, love coaches. Uh, huge fan. Um, <laughs> no, that was one that I just... I like the way they played. I like Marcus Smart, Al Horford, a lot of their players. Um, but if I'm going, I really kind of am pulling for the Pelicans.
1: Mm-hmm. You no. made me
0: dislike the Grizzlies with incredible logic last year. And the Grizzlies
1: was like, are one of those like ultimate hype trains. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It, especially if you were a like a, a non NBA fan jumping on last year, I feel like the Grizzlies would have been the easy choice.
0: Yeah. I just CJ, Brandon Ingram. I love, uh, their coach. Uh,
2: <laughs> what a great coach. <laughs> I'm sure it's There's really, so Is it Willie really Green? green right? Yeah. Willie
0: yeah, really yeah, green. Okay. Yeah. Man, if you
1: had picked them before last year, now that is like, yes. Yeah. yeah or that's, even in the first 20 games last year, that's disgusting. Won, like, one. Yeah. Yeah. Who who would who would be the last team you'd pick? Oh, you can answer Andrew, and then who would be the last team
2: you'd pick? The last team I don't know. I I think also the Timberwolves would be an interesting one to choose. Yes. Uh, just because of ant and then I like they're making moves. They're trying they're trying to be good. Yeah. I think that would be a fun one.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at you choosing them. Yeah.
2: Would choosing is it
1: chaotic to choose Portland? Um they have a really good fan base. <coughs> yeah. They have cool jerseys. Colors. They have cool jerseys. Um, you have they've got an immediate star that you can like identify with and it's mm-hmm. been there a long time. Yeah. That you can just like jump right in with. Um, I do think ultimately long term, their outlook is good, but they need to sell the team. And yeah. If Phil Knight buys it, then everything will be, great, be great and amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if something else happens, then I, I am a little bit worried about Portland. Yeah. yeah. I don't... I wouldn't choose Portland.
3: What about if I chose the Spurs right now? I was gonna say the,
2: <laughs> the two bottom teams are the Spurs and the Jazz. And like, those would are teams. I choose.
1: A, well, which one would you choose, Spurs <sighs> or Jazz?
2: I think I, I think I would go Jazz. Then you got to buy those jerseys
1: to support your team. Oh, hey, you could no. get a Fiesta Spurs jersey, or you could get a Highlighter jersey.
2: You I, just
3: can't. Do you identify with Spurs culture more or Jazz culture more?
1: I don't even know what Jazz culture is. It's racist.
3: I was going to say. <laughs> so now that I just said that,
1: I think uh, you have yeah, to do that. Yeah, I think you got to choose first. No. <laughs> You don't
0: really have a... So you tell like, me you identify with...
3: jazz after I say that. Chaz.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. like, oh, now
0: that you mentioned it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Prudent franchise building or racism. Which one do you yeah. identify <laughs> with more? I... Yeah.
0: The least, though, I mean, it's you always go back to the ones you – like the Kings. That would be a brutal one to try to follow. Like, would you be at yeah. all excited to follow them this year? I mean, people are
2: – Every year, though. I, I know. Every year for the last decade. The there's Knicks been are like, the what?
0: easiest one for me to be like, I, I can't. I would all never. The, yeah. All, yeah, all I, of I the could. environment, like the Madison Square Garden, the Knicks fans, the energy in the arena, even when they're bad, like – that is a benefit, but their team product has been so bad
2: Yeah. No, for a long time. You wouldn't want to watch that. You wouldn't. Yeah, the Knicks might be the worst one. Just because you can sell hope for the Spurs and the Jazz. And the Kings. Well, the Kings have been selling hope for a decade and also, a half. Also, pretty good at it. There's yeah. kind of a
1: downside to joining like a very well-established fan base. Like you're just suddenly waltzing in, like, oh, I'm a fan too now, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, with I feel like with Orlando, you can just kind of like sneak in the back door, (laughs) and five years later, everyone's like, yeah, I've been a Magic fan my entire life. Five fans,
0: I tried to do that, I kind of went the opposite direction, not the opposite direction, but when I was younger, I always wanted to pick the crap team. It's like nobody pulled, like, so when I was younger, I became a New Orleans Saints fan. Wow, you you weren't a glory chaser, that's like opposite of most kids. No, I wasn't, It, it depended, like. I also followed Shaq, so mm-hmm. I was a Lakers yeah. fan. But this, I, It's balance. It was either the Colts back in the 90s or it was the Saints, and so I picked the Saints just because, I don't yeah, know. That kind of worked out. Care. The Aints. But by the time they got good, I
3: stopped caring about them.
0: Oh, uh, in, that
1: didn't work uh, out. No, did <laughs> that worked, really well.
3: it
2: worked out not at all.
1: Another
3: <laughs> yeah. backdoor team would be Charlotte. I think you could be a Charlotte fan right now, and people yeah. wouldn't question it. Yeah, the hard part is you have to be yeah. a Charlotte fan. You, well, yeah, yeah. That's
1: a What's the goal you'd, here? You'd have to feel. And by the way, I feel like it's already starting. But I, I think Momelo's is going to be the next like Shea guy, where everyone's coming up with fake trade proposals. It's obviously too early for it, but I feel like he's the next in line. And so, like, if you felt well, and Mile Bridges, just the, yeah, it's oh, that's it's, it's definitely that not a good time disaster. to be jumping on. Yeah, it's not. the Hornets. Yeah, good point. Don't even want to call it a bandwagon. Yeah, and are, it's like Steve Clifford. Like, if if it was Kenny yeah. Atkinson. You can kind right. of like sell yourself on like, okay, we well, have drafted all these young guys. Here's yeah. a developmental coach. This is a narrative that I can get behind. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like Steve Clifford fighting for 41 wins every year, and it's like, who
2: cares? Yeah, it's gonna be terrible. What about the Hawks as a choice for your team?
1: The Hawks have just never appealed to me for some reason. But I, I just have just like want, a natural like, aversion to them.
2: Because like they went Easter Conference Finals to like, what are we doing? Yeah. And now like they've got Dejounte Murray.
1: It's it's a definitely bylaw trade to yeah. get Dejounte.
0: Did they lose any of their guys that we care about? They traded. Like DeAndre Hunt, Hunter didn't get traded.
2: No. no. They did trade. Uh, John Collins is still Herter. there. Bunch of picks. Yeah. Herder went to the
0: Kings. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't think they traded anybody that was like key rotation player. Uh, they traded. Was. Uh, yeah.
1: Herder was. They traded Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Gallin' Mommies. Gallin' Mommies. Went to the Celtics, though. And it's now probably out. Well, he is out. Definitely out. Hey,
2: Taylor, take that gift. Should I open it? No.
1: No. Get out of here. You can also take anything off the shelf. Thank you. Who's
2: this gift from? There's a card in there.
1: (laughs) All will be explained.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See you in the cave (laughs) later. Okay. (laughs) Uh, chaos, man. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This is from at Zach Deeg. What food would you recommend no one ever try? Oysters for me.
0: I don't mind oysters, actually.
2: I've not had, like, traditional oysters before. The Drake here in Oklahoma City has pretty good oysters.
0: but And oysters for me, it's like you just, they've got a huge, like, super briny, like, super briny taste. Mm -hmm. And then you just put hot sauce on them or horseradish or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't like a lot of raw vegetables. Okay, particularly raw onions. <laughs> not a fan of raw. <laughs> so
1: you'd recommend no one ever. No, well, raw that's okay. That's probably a bad.
2: Not onion. even on a burger.
1: Actually, one of my favorite not YouTube raw videos. Onions. No, no, no. Mm. Grill them. Oh yeah, i will destroy. Yeah, they're some very
2: grill different. Onions. I like raw onions on a burger.
1: Mm. One of my favorite YouTube videos of all time is this. Uh, he's like twelve. He's like a twelve year old kid named Stewie who reviews an onion. And his like dad bought him an onion for his to do like a YouTube review and he just bites into it without peeling anything yet. <laughs> like, he doesn't know like, anything. Through, through the skin. Yeah, and he has like the greatest voice. He sounds like Bullwinkle or something. Like he, he's, this kid is bizarre. And he, he got like so much hate for this video that he eventually stopped making videos. But it was such a funny video. If he had waited a few years, he would have recognized it, like, Oh, this is just a good video. <laughs> but yeah, look up Stewie Reviews and Onion. Absolutely. Uh, I was gonna say bread and butter pickles. I hate bread and butter pickles. But can you do normal pickles? Oh yeah, that's the problem. Like dill pickles are so good. They they perfected it, and then they decide to make these like meal. Ugh, they're like they taste like shoe to me. Bread and butter butter pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I bite into a sandwich, thinking I'm about to get dill, and it's that, bread and butter. That's the problem. Ruined. You, yeah, you always think you're about to taste dill, and then it's bread and butter. Awful
0: awful am I'm, I'm i eat like a child so it's hard for me because there's a lot of things that don't eat
2: <laughs> yeah the only uh, the only thing i really like just do not like and it's like more of like a texture thing is i just don't like mushrooms
1: oh i love oh mushrooms. that's upsetting yeah
2: i know it's an unpopular but you've had fried Ew. ones i mean i've had all kinds i've tried hideaways
0: them. fried mushrooms man
2: yeah i just don't like undefeated them. yeah i just don't like them Uh, At Pepsi United, after the Mitchell trade, the point of discussion is that Cleveland won't be able to offer Mobley the designated rookie extension unless they trade Mitchell or there's a rule change in the new CBA. Do you think this kind of change would benefit OKC?
1: Now, he's talking about if they change the rule or, like, our chances of getting If they change the rule. Okay. Because I was looking it up, and Brian Winhurst did a good job explaining this, but, like, they can still offer him a four year extension, max yeah. extension, and they can just wait for him to be a restricted free agent and offer five year max. Right, exactly. So that's
2: that's what you do is you just yeah, wait. Who cares? Yeah. What does it matter that it's the extension? Like you can just say like, hey, because the way our team is structured, like we've been to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but you're just gonna have to wait.
1: And if he says like, no, I'm just, I, I like, I want something now, then you can <coughs> offer him the four year max. Yeah. And he, and he can take that then for OKC. Do you do you know what why that rule was put into place? Because I don't either. <laughs> I know I just, the way I said that made it sound like I was about to explain it. But I don't know why that's in there. And it's it's kind of like made some things unfun. Like the fact that that was the immediate talking point. Yeah. Like it sh- That shouldn't be a concern for Cleveland. A team no. like Cleveland should be allowed to trade for Donovan <laughs> Mitchell and not have any concerns about maxing Evan Mobley in the future. Yeah, it,
2: I think it's about teams just having like it's about spreading talent like a lot of those rules are just about trying to spread the talent which
1: always ends up hurting a small market team that's trying to build a collection of young players
2: yes yeah almost always i mean you hope that that is a issue for okc at some point yeah for real you know that
1: they actually have that many guys that you that you have that that you have to think about that yes you
2: have that problem that you've had already two max extension rookies yeah you, I mean, you just hope that it's Giddy and that like Chet is in line and you have to wait for his restricted free agency to give him the five.
1: I wonder if you could. Are you allowed to give one dollar less? And does that not is that a not loophole? max? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: And then just pay them under the table one dollar, and, and then the leak finds out, and you get stripped of all your future. Right. Draft picks. you you hand
2: them a pack of gum or something afterwards. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I my guess is that. No, you can't do that.
1: But maybe. But maybe you could. But, and also, what is the line? Is it 1000 bucks? Could you give them $1,000 below the max? Like, what, what do you have to do for it to not be considered a rookie max extension? Right.
2: Yeah. I don't know. You, there's got to be some rule in place, though, because you could just be like, yeah, they gave him $500 less than the max extension. Yeah. And now he's, you know... He's still getting the same amount of money, basically. Right. But now he's out. It's just, I don't know. I don't know that rule. Bye, Jay.
1: Okay. Just losing podcasts. Everybody's leaving one by one.
2: this tap on. Now the want anyway. Now it's a Wednesday pod.
1: Now we're just a Wednesday pod. Well now we're
2: going to talk about part two of Summers of Sam. <laughs>
1: 2019.
2: <laughs> 2019. Uh, let's see. If you, okay, last question from at Trust the Void. If you could take any of the current Thunder players out for an ice cream date, who would you take?
1: Now we've talked about this before. Like,
2: it, You know, if you're in your
1: 20s, mm-hmm. I feel like the entire roster is open to you. Yeah.
2: When you're like in your mid to late 30s, you know, like... Hanging out with somebody who's 19 is like, uh, we just have not a yeah. lot in common.
1: So you almost have to go the oldest player on the team. Like, like Derek Fav- I would feel more comfortable hanging out with Derek Favors than like <laughs> hanging out with Usman Jang or like oh, J-Dub.
2: 100%. J-Dub, I don't know. J-Dub is cool. He's a, he's a cool guy.
1: I guess I could talk video games with J-Dub.
2: Yes, you can talk video games. He's easy to talk to. Oh, man. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We'll be back on Monday with some more voicemails. So if you want to leave us a voicemail over the weekend... You can get that into the podcast. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday.